I remember that lollipop like I wasn't six years old then and 46 now. Before being bestowed that glistening, cellophane-wrapped, ruby-red, cherry-sweet consolation prize, I was just a little kid trapped in a world of grown-ups who hated themselves for reasons they were too ill-equipped to identify. After, I served a very important role. I was broken, and everyone's identified project to fix. I was finally needed. Oh, everyone had good intentions. There was certainly nothing more honorable than to repair a damaged child. But we all know what the road to hell is paved with. And, as the doctor held up that sugary treat, the apparent reward for being a child, despite my pending punishment for my flawed job at being one, I was set squarely on the pavement. The story goes more or less like this. My parents were hippies, artists, and freaks. They should never have been married, but they were, and they should never have had children, but they did. And during the prolonged collapse of the partnership, perhaps I was soothed with the only drug-like substance you can give a child. Or my mother started me on rice too early. Or nobody did anything wrong, and my body just happened to be larger than was fashionable in the early 1970s. My mother's relatives, wealthy and self-important, had me seen by the best pediatrician in New York City. You can't scrimp on a child's medical care. At my sixth birthday checkup, I was found to be at the top of the percentile chart for fatness in children, and I was prescribed a diet. Then I was given the red lollipop. A child's first irony. Don't think I didn't notice. As explained to me decades later, no one gave my parents instruction on putting a six-year-old on a diet. Parents like mine didn't ask questions, and doctors like mine didn't offer explanations. I don't actually recall what being on a diet as a six-year-old was like, but I do recall that my mother told my first-grade teacher I was on one. My teacher was, in my recollection, a sadist, and she brought me to the front of the room and informed the class that she and I were both on a diet, so we wouldn't be having birthday cake with the rest of the class. If you think I didn't catch the import of this little performance, you would be wrong. Two years later, my brother was in her class. I was in the third grade, and a slew of kids came down with lice. Rumor had it, Mrs. Silverstein said my brother was infected with the dirty, dirty lice. I still harbored such a grudge from my prior humiliation that I called her a lying bitch. When you are eight, and it's 1975, that is serious smack talk. Someone squealed, and my third-grade butt was hauled down to her classroom so that I could apologize to her in person, in front of the class. I don't remember exactly what I was made to apologize for. It's doubtful I announced to the first graders that I was deeply sorry I called Mrs. Silverstein a lying bitch, but I do remember being in front of that room once again. I suppose, as it turns out, Mrs. Silverstein wasn't a liar. My brother did have lice, but she certainly was a sadist. I know that for a fact. Even a third grader is old enough to know a sadist when she has been affronted by one. Or at least, that's how I remember it. Maybe I'm projecting a bit, but this kind of thing scars a person for life. Mrs. Silverstein is probably dead now. She seemed really, really old when I knew her. Regardless, I had my fingers crossed when I apologized.
but even if I didn't, I wasn't sorry then, and I'm not sorry now. Standardized government height and weight charts, or growth charts, to establish whether a child is in normal range were not developed until 1977. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, developed these charts, using data that had been collected since the 1960s, to determine if a child's growth was sufficient, if a child had grown enough to meet health standards. The World Health Organization also adopted these CDC charts for international use. In 2000, these charts were updated to account for more diverse populations and the differences between breastfed and bottle-fed children, breastfed tending to be larger. After a 1997 expert committee on the assessment and treatment of childhood obesity concluded that body mass index, BMI, should be used to screen for overweight children, a BMI measurement was included for children ages two years and older. BMI, weight in pounds, divided by height in inches squared, times 703, is calculated from weight and height measurements and is used to judge whether an individual's weight is appropriate for their height.